The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile, add friends, upload video, audio, and photographic evidence. Discuss theories and techniques in the forum. Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasma Show. My name is Josh Hurd. Um, so for this episode, um, this is going to be from the uh, the KC Paracon. And I'm just kind of setting it up a little bit. So this is from the KC Paracon. Uh, Jason and I took a little handheld recorder that I have, and we uh, grabbed some people. We you know pulled them aside, and uh, we got a, a chance and opportunity to talk with them a little bit um and yeah just kind of shoot the proverbial shit a little bit um and so you know i think we have like four four interviews uh for you guys uh just right here in this in this cool little episode so i hope you guys enjoy it um and we'll be talking to you on tuesday uh with the news episode hope all is well peace out and enjoy. Alright, so we're at the conference right now, and we pulled aside Dan Williams to talk to him a little bit about his Paranormal Research Institute and a data system he's trying to implement. How you doing? Is it windy? It's a little windy. It's not bad. It's not too bad. So why don't we go into um, what you were telling me earlier about how you want to form a, a rating scale for well, paranormal activity. Essentially, that's that's one of the aspects of the of the PRI. I just got nonprofit status filed with the state of Illinois last week. Uh, we are actually trying to form a true institute to study paranormal occurrences. Uh, one of the things that we're looking at is doing almost a modified Fujitsu scale for paranormal occurrences. Wow. Uh, based on what happens, you know, uh, personal experiences like touch or something like that would obviously be a little bit lower, going up to like a five, which would be an incident where something would be moving, you would catch it on camera. Um, reason being, if you can get a commonality of data across occurrences and across groups, then you can start looking at eventually making, you know, finding the conditions that cause this, making this repeatable, actually turning this into a true real science. I was going to say from that point on then it would be more of a finding a controlled 
environment in recreating these instances. Exactly, exactly. Right now, I, I kind of like in paranormal research with fishing in a lake that you don't know. We go out, we find a building, there's stories about the building, we go in, whenever we can get into the building, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's kind of the same thing as going to a lake and just casting around. You have no idea, there's no control. You have no idea really other than maybe a story where to look or, or something like that. Whereas this, I mean, even if you had sequential groups go in, the first one might say, hey, we had a three, we had a five, you know, and then the other groups can go in and correlate that data. And so at that point, you have something to start with and somewhere to go from there. So are you going to rely on the observer to come up with the rating, or are you going to have someone declare, like an outside observation? We, we actually have started doing what we call, we have a, a cartographer position. And cartographer means basically mapping. And what they do is, it's one of the group that sits outside of the investigation. Uh, we all have radios. And all they do, they're not investigating in any way, shape, or form. They're sitting with the computer and logging. Mm -hmm. And as the teams have whatever occurrence happens, they report into the cartographer who then logs it. So if we have multiple teams out, then we end up at the end of the investigation, we look at this log and we can say, hey, the second floor and the third floor, the second floor and the fourth floor had activity at similar times. What time was it? What happened? Was it similar occasions? You know, et cetera, et cetera. This so. is freaking brilliant, man. Well, thank you. This is amazing. So what brought you to this point of wanting to implement this? And is there anybody that you're working with? Um, I've spent a lot of time talking to Dave Glidden online. Sure. Um, I've talked to Mary Marshall a few times online. What actually brought me to this was, um, it was more frustration than anything. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> it, you know, many times people call themselves, you know, the self-titled self ghost experts. Um, and, and I actually wrote a book, it's called Chasing Shadows, where it's a very simple introduction into kind of what I'm doing, the philosophies behind it and everything. And in the book I bring out, there's no such thing as a paranormal expert, because if they were an expert, it wouldn't be paranormal anymore. It would be normal. Exactly. We would know everything about it. Right now, we know more, we don't know anything about it. We know enough to say, okay, there is an occurrence. Mm -hmm. What is that occurrence? Is it a ghost? Is it a demon? Is it a spirit, an entity? Whatever. We don't know that. We right. know that there's an occurrence. We know that an EVP is an EVP because we have physical evidence of it. But what is it? We don't know. Sure. Um, people can believe that there is, you know, it's the voice of Aunt Selma coming back from the dead to tell her where the lost will is. Yep. But we don't know that. We know that there is an occasion where there's a recorded voice on a, t on a digital recorder or an audio recorder, whatever you choose to use. But what does that mean? Yeah. You know, and so right now we have no point, and that's that's really what the institute was formed for was let's start looking at these what we have and move from there. Let's set aside, you know, let's separate belief from fact, right? And start moving along exactly. you know, the direction of fact. Yeah. And uh, I was just talking to one of the other teams in there, and like I said, in order to ever be accepted by science, we have to have repeatability. I think that's exactly the point right there. Yeah. That's where it all falls into. It has to be repeatable. And, you know, ultimately, like you said, that's where we're, we're falling short because it is like fishing. Right. Yeah, there's no, no guarantee that you're going to cast out and get a strike. Exactly. So. You know, and 
to, to go into a place, and I've seen the ghost shows do it, and, you know, granted they have a limited time to do things. Right. But to walk into some place and say, we didn't find anything, it's not, you know, there's no haunting. Mm-hmm. It's, that's unfair, you know, because what about tomorrow night when it's going ten times, you know. Exactly. And so the, the concept is what I would eventually like to do is have a PRI certification. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's, it's a bit of an ego to do it, to say, okay, we're going to certify your group to do this. Mm-hmm. But basically all that means is, okay, your group is following steps A through C. Yep. And if you're following those steps religiously, we can acknowledge your data. Mm-hmm. And then you are a PRI certified group entitled to, you know, whatever. And um, then we can start collecting that data. We can start putting it into databases. We can start applying data mining techniques to it right. and finding commonalities because everything in the world, everything in the universe has a pattern. Exactly. We just don't know what the pattern is right now. And so we need to start looking for the patterns in paranormal investigation. As far as finding the data or collecting the data, what, um, what different steps or whatever do you personally use? Uh, more new school methods? More old school methods? Are you... You know, just kind I, of a I try a whole bunch of different things, sure. actually. Um, I try and run through the gamut. I'm mm-hmm. not opposed to things like Ouija boards. I'm not opposed right. to dousing rod. We can't scientifically prove them right now, right. but yet there's been valid information that's come out of them. Mm-hmm. So, and there again, that would fall into that, that Fujitsu scale that we're working on right. of saying, okay, yeah, we can't physically document this. We don't have a recording of this, mm-hmm. but it's still something that needs to be acknowledged. And enough occurrences build and, you know, repeatability. You have evidence. Yeah. You know, and so as I try and use a bunch of different methods. Um, I'm trying, like now, right now I'm working with EVPs, using right. the recorder exactly what you are, yep. with the four channel, um, trying to use a collector and a um, directional microphone, mm-hmm. see if we're getting different things. You know, you run controls, you have a digital recorder sitting next to it. Is it picking up the same thing? What's going on? You know? Yeah. Uh, right now, I liken the equipment that we're using to a TV channel that's not quite tuned in. You know, we're getting some bleed through, we're getting a little bit of evidence here and there, but we aren't quite there yet. Not the strongest um, signal. Yeah, that you exactly. Like, right exactly. But we're close. So, so if we're close, we need to refine, and in refining, we don't, we'll eventually get there. Um, I think this is, you're actively taking steps to further this field. It's I think it's fucking brilliant. What would you, how would, a lot of teams use mediums or psychics. Now, would they be a, something that they could submit their findings as well? Um, you could submit their findings. There again, I would have a tendency, since it's just an impression, mm-hmm. to put it on a lower level. But if then you get evidence that would corroborate with their positions, it would you know it would bump the rating up. Yeah, so sure. you know you get a medium that says Charlie lost his dog here, and then two hours later it's corroborated with an EVP that's Charlie calling for his dog. Right. Yeah. Obviously, okay. Well, we now have a, a accumulation of evidence, and therefore that accumulation of evidence we're going to bump it up a little. Absolutely. Bit, you know that type of thing. Um, one of the theories that I'm working with right now, I don't know, are you guys familiar with the Xbox Connect and the picking up entities oh, yeah, occasionally yes. with that? Yeah. Obviously, Xbox Connects are not portable. There's no right. way to carry a TV and an Xbox and the Connect around. <laughs> they have, they've had 
broken those broken those down now. That they can. Have I've seen that it's a device about this big. I can't remember what it's called. That has the connect interface on the front and has a tablet attached to the back of it. Okay. And you can record exactly what and see exactly what it's doing and it's recording the temperature, and then the distances between each object and, and all of that stuff. Okay. So they have start. It's called the SLS. Right on. Okay. Yes. Well, basically, I'm working on something similar to that, except using fish finder technology. No. Okay. Bottom scanning sonar. Right. So you have a fast scanning sonar that is very, very sensitive, sensitive enough to pick up a darting fish. Yeah. It very well may reflect an energy signature. And so it, essentially you have a ghost cam. You know, so we're, we're trying to, wow. and, it's, and you know, talking to a lot of people at this conference has been awesome. This is actually the first paranormal conference I've ever been to. Oh, cool, man. And so meeting people and talking to them is awesome because I'm starting to see a trend to looking a different way at things, you know, towards examining things, okay, this technology exists, how can we use this, how can we leverage this, and I think that's awesome that it's moving in that trend and people are starting to open up and use their minds a little bit, you that's know, awesome. um, like my girlfriend is very into the metaphysical, mm -hmm. she's actually a, uh, a Reiki master, she is very heavy into shamanism, Right. one of my questions is, where does metaphysical and paranormal cross. So if someone can astrally project, theoretically, it's the energy leaving their body to travel to wherever, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. Which, there again, in theory, is the same thing. A K, you know, a K2 meter measures entity with electromagnetic energy, et cetera, et cetera. So then shouldn't someone who is astrally projecting be able to trigger a K2? You know, these, yeah. are, these are some of the, the experiments that we're working on. Um, EVPs. Is it possible that an EVP, because we've all seen the shows where they're over in France at a castle and they're yeah. picking up EVPs in English. Right. Well, one of the theories is, you know, after you die, you learn every language possible and can communicate, which is, you know, I, I'm very big into not saying something is wrong unless it's proven wrong. So, sure. you know, it's a theory. But is it also a theory that somehow the human mind can project onto digital media what they want to hear? Yeah. Is that an elevated thing under a potential stress level? Yeah, you know. So right. we're we're about trying to disprove as well as prove. I mean, if you prove that, obviously it opens a whole different bunch of doors. Wait a minute, people can you know remotely affect a digital recorder, but then it means well EVPs are potentially kind of BS. Exactly. So you know it's it's a, it's a give and take, and it's trying to prove and disprove yeah. and find out exactly what lives in the world that we do. You know? Well, I, this, to me, this sounds like this is the steps to get to the steps we need yes. to be that, at. That's exactly it. I mean, we we have to find the trends in order to find what we need to right. do. Eventually. I mean, we're we're at a position right now that you can throw as many scientific gizmos and gadgets and and people's impressions and everything and. It really doesn't mean anything. It means, you know, it does because they know what they believe, mm -hmm. you know. But as far as as a, as a population looking at something and saying, hey, this is real, this is fact, no. You know, it's, it's really no different. I, I liken it to archaeology. Mm -hmm. um, if you look at archaeology in its beginning days, back in the late 1800s, early 1900s, you know, they find the pyramids. Wow, this is a cool building. Let's blow a hole in the side of it, run inside, grab the stuff that's laying around, drag it out, and go, hey, look, we're archaeologists yeah. while you're waving around the, the, the mummy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And they say, what does it mean? And you say, I don't know, but look at this. This is cool. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what we're doing right now with paranormal research. Absolutely. And so I'm really trying to move forward now into more what archaeology is now. 
where we have control. We're really studying. We're really learning. We're building on the knowledge base going yeah. forward. So, <laughs> this is outstanding. Well, thank you. Yeah, I love this stuff. But yeah, man, thank you so much for your time. Oh, no problem. Now, where can people find uh, find out more about you? Uh, right now, uh, my book is available on Amazon. It's Daniel Williams is the author. The book is called Chasing Shadows. Uh, like I said, it's a very simple primary introduction to the stuff. It's mm -hmm. it's meant to be easy for kids to read if they want to. You know, it's nothing super in-depth. It's just fun more than anything. Yeah. Uh, but that's available on Amazon.com. Uh, we have ParanormalResearchInstitute.com will be coming up very soon. Nice. Right now, if you go out to it, it says coming soon. Okay. Because I just bought the, uh, bought the address last week. And I'm always available if people want to email me at paranormalresearchinstitute.gmail.com. Okay, cool. So, and I would love to hear from anybody, and we'll respond to anything we get. That so. sounds great, awesome. man. I'd like to ask you how you heard about the Kansas City Paranormal Conference. Um, actually, David Glidden and I have been oh, friends. That's right, yeah. yeah, on face on Facebook, we've chatted many, many, many hours mm -hmm. uh, because he was one of the first ones I ran into that was more into this progressive mentality and the, let's look at things a different way. Right. And so <clears throat> so we've had a lot of interaction, a lot of conversations, and I heard he was going to be speaking, and I said, you know what, I, I need to go check this out. I Heck need yeah. to meet some of the other people in the industry. So. Oh, man. Well, thank you very much for traveling all the way. Oh, no problem, there. man. It's, it's been a ball. We've had a good time. Cool. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, guys. So Mike, yes. this so is yeah, a confessional. <laughs> no, we're sitting here. We're sitting here with Mike Diamond right now. That's me. This is his confessional. No, no. <laughs> I gotta go. No. <laughs> I gotta go. Got shit to do. So why the hell? When I first contacted you five years ago and asked you just to come to Kansas City, why did you do it? Desperation. Yeah. Desperation. Well, you know, you guys were the first people to ask me to speak and actually had interest in what I was doing. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, obviously appreciated it big time. And, uh, you know, it's cool to come out here and see something new. And you guys seem kind and yeah. open arms, which is great, you know. And, and I ended up showing up, and it's kind of become like a little side family thing where, yeah. like, I look forward to seeing you guys every year. And Hell, yeah. It's, like, a little bit more than just, like, a conference now. Oh, so. definitely, yeah. Um, I've known him longer than I've known you, Josh. It's very true. Very true. But, I mean, I can't, like, this is the whole reason I put this whole thing together was to meet people like you. I bet both of you through this. That's true. Yeah. yeah. That's that's well, that's what I hope everybody else involved is doing yeah. as well. A lot of networking. It's, it's a lot of fun. So, Mike, you just got off stage. Tell us a little bit about what was going on up there, what you were talking about up there. I mean, I, I like to be kind of like the guy who poo-poos things just because I think it's important so yeah. basically what I was talking about is um, the current state of affairs of the paranormal field and how <clears throat> I feel like it's people um, like hyper focusing on creating a television show or not really know how their technology works and it's like uh, you know I just want to do this for fun which is you know listen it's fine it's fine um, I'm probably being a big curmudgeon the way I'm, I'm approaching it no I don't think so but uh, you know, I'm I'm trying to promote uh, using the scientific method <clears throat> and just doing simple experiments, or as, as complex as you want, but just right. use real experimentation and collecting real data to really figure out what's going on. Because the way that people are are going about this whole thing now is not producing results. 
Like, right. how many times are we going to get an EVP? How many years are going to go by with us having no idea how the device is being manipulated by whatever the phenomenon is? Exactly. You know, it's been too long. And, yeah. and back in the day, there were people that were making leaps and bounds. They were trying to make different microphones and um, use different techniques. I mean, like, you talk about the, the bell experiment on a door. Exactly. You know, like, even that is just, like, physical manipulation. And it's it's been lost. Even though the TV shows are important that they kind of brought this field out of taboo, like, it's cool, you know, and it's, it's, it's an okay thing to do. Um, I think they kind of pushed away um, the idea that this is, like, you know, it's paranormal research. Yeah. It's not ghost hunting. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. There's a lot... I don't know, it's exactly like you just said. You know, how many people out there can explain to me the exact science behind why a K2 meter would work? What is the, What is making that K2 meter tick, you know? And what is the difference between digital audio recording and analog audio recording? It's lost. Yep. A lot of people cannot do that. They just buy it because it's what they just saw on TV. That's exactly right. And this right. information is easily attained. You just yes. go online and figure out how it works. Exactly. That's it. I mean, what, Wikipedia? I don't know. But you can figure it out. It's, yeah. not, uh, it's not crazy. Right. Right. No, I think it's very important. Now, talk a little bit about your website, what you have going on, other than Paranormal Warehouse. Sure. So we created this database um, to kind of find correlations between uh, these events. So once you collect enough information and if things are going weird most of the time you then know that something is going on so the database is like very simple i tried to keep it easy like simple and easy um you go you go on there it's all free you can register and then you basically log what you did so whatever you did on your paranormal investigation you can log the timeline you can log the experiments that you did you log your results and then you know say you went to gettysburg you went to i don't know whatever house and someone else was looking at going to that place they could then look up what happened there right. to kind of see if they get similar results and it's just this collection of um data that will hopefully inspire other people to be like all right this is this is unexplainable now yep. this has happened too many times and i you know hopefully it inspires people smarter than me to actually take it seriously and put some time into figuring it out hell yeah man yeah i think it's very important good steps Trying forward, yeah, yeah. So log on to that website. Go to Paranormal Warehouse to be my friend. That's right. Be your friend. Yeah. Nobody wants to be your fucking friend. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Damn. Goodness gracious. What do you uh, think of the conference so far? Oh, it's great, man. Yeah. It's great. I love coming. I love hearing what people have to say. Um, out here, uh, a lot of open-minded people. And it's great. Like I love you guys. I love seeing you guys. And uh, what did you yeah. think of the speakers, the new ones this year that you've never met before? They were good. Yeah. They were good. I like how it was a, a, a wide variety of ideas, oh, yeah. which is great. And some of them, you know, I don't subscribe to, but that doesn't mean that I don't want to listen. And maybe yeah. I will find something interesting in it, you know, like yeah. even though it's not, and not all of them are my cup of tea, I can still take something from it. Exactly. And I think that's what, instead of having these clicks where it's like, I only do this, yep. you know, listen to people, hear what they have to say. Maybe you could find one piece that links into yours and then you could help kind of figure out what's what's going on i think it's important Definitely. too there's a lot of poo-pooing going on out there you know what i mean with just different teams and different groups like that so i would totally agree so it's important by the way i just want to point out that that's a 
awesome old school watch you got on right there. Oh, you like this bad boy? Yeah, this is my birthday nice. present. What? Shout out to uh, my wife, keeping it real with the cast, Cassia. Up? That's right. Nice. <laughs> Shout out to the wife. That's right. Hell yes. She knows I'm a nerd, so it's like perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Mike. Thank and thanks, sir. Thanks for sponsoring our show. Yeah, man. I want to see you guys rise to the top. Yeah. And then I'll ride on your backs and just, you know, wherever we go. That's right. You know? Fuck yeah, man. All right. All right, it's recording. You got bugs on me. Not crabs. All right. All right, so we are sitting here just outside the convention center with Rick Rose. What is cracking? Not much. How is everybody doing? Good. I am... Like fried. Yeah. Fried in many ways. <laughs> I got to tell you what, though. I've been here the last two days at this paranormal conference. You did an awesome job, Jason. Yeah, you did. Thanks. You did. You fucking rocked it out. Awesome. So, a lot of people thought so. So right now, as we are in here speaking, the, um, the second screening of A Brush With Evil 2 is now going, which you were the director of photography on. Yes. How, what have your thoughts been on the... Uh, I don't know, just how people are taking it. How are people enjoying it? I don't know. People seem to hate no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> don't fucking get it. <laughs> no, um, I'm, I'm kind of, it feels good to know that these people are walking out and talking well about it, knowing that as a director, photography, producer, editor, um, there's some stuff that we can fix. Yeah, oh yeah. And just to have these people walking out talking about how good it is, yeah. we only know it can only get better. Exactly. And these people are going to be amazed when this thing is actually released worldwide. Yeah, which I cannot wait for that day because that means the work is done. Exactly, <laughs> and that just means other stuff starts. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> on to the next. Yeah. right? God damn. So work is never done around here. <laughs> <laughs> so what kind of new, fun, interesting things do you have going on right now? Um, other than everything. Yeah, everything. <laughs> I'm trying to dabble in a little bit of porn, but that's not working out. <laughs> um, but no, um, I, uh, besides ramblings of a maniac podcast and running around with it, running around with the, a brush with evil crowd. Um, I'm also in the talks. We talked today about other ideas for films and series no. and coming in September, I'm going to be at the Ashmore hundred year bash. Nice. And I've talked to Brad Kling, and we're going to sit down and just discuss things. And I told him I can't be under the contract deal, but sure. um, we're going to see where that goes. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, um, right. A lot of people are w- seeing the editing and the filming that I can do, and they're coming out of the woodwork. So yeah. everything with just radio stations want me to do promos for them, um, all kinds of other stuff. People are just coming out saying, hey, do this for me. No. That's so. freaking awesome. Man. Yeah, right. Now, do you have questions for... For prickly dick. What's your? <laughs> are you leaving tomorrow? What's your next thing? I'm actually heading up to. Uh, I okay. So this is how I explain myself. <laughs> I am the I am the jealous ex boyfriend of Malvern Manor. Oh, so you're going with David. So yeah, what yeah. happens is when I see Facebook and people post these photos of my baby, the only <laughs> thing I can think of is that some bitches in my baby. You're so, all up in my baby. Yeah. So I, anytime I come around this area, I got to go back up north and Hell yeah. get in there one last time and yeah. just feel it again. Get all up in it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> but so that's, I'm looking forward to it. And um, Josh's kids have basically convinced me to come over to the house because 
His daughter was blowing me kisses right now. Yeah, both of them are like they weren't puking enough for his little kid to call me from all across the parking lot. Yeah, yesterday. (laughs) So yesterday, I'm outside, and it was right before we screened, basically Mm -hmm. the first time, and um, it was weird because we were FaceTiming. Now, my kids see Rick in the background, and they're like, "Hi, Rick!" I'm like, "He can't hear you yet." You know, so I literally brought it over there, and my youngest was like blowing him kisses. He said, "Hi, work," <laughs> and all this bullshit, and she would not do the same for me. Uh, I'm like, "I'm your fucking dad." I'm like, yeah. bullshit. They're awesome. <sighs> it's it's uh, it's good to have a family away from family, though. So. Yeah, absolutely. Somebody absolutely. that I can drive 12 hours and know I got places to crash. And yeah, it's yeah. like Steve Hayes. I walked into his place and. He throws me up in his daughter's room. He's like, don't worry, this is the most haunted place in the, the whole house. The most haunted room. And I'm Enjoy. like, great, thanks. Enjoy. So guess who's not getting sleep? Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> and how was that? Did you have any activity? Um, not that I noticed. Yeah. Um, anything that happened, I kind of tried to convince myself nothing was going on. Yeah. So I could sleep. But I saw your post. We both saw your yeah. post at like 5 o'clock this morning. Yeah, I was like, insomnia. Hello, insomnia. Yeah. There was, I, I don't know, I was sound asleep for about an hour and a half and thought i heard something walking next to me and i i could have swore i don't know could have swore i heard my name and that's that point i was like i'm not even gonna acknowledge it but then i couldn't get back to sleep so damn um thank you steve hayes yeah (laughs) thanks a lot (laughs) thanks a lot for that well cool man Well, well um sorry we didn't do the panel it's all right. Next year, we're going to structure just a little bit different. We're going to tweak it where we do half day if we do Sunday or whatever. And we're going to put a little more time in between each speaker, which I hate turning down speakers. But I think if we if we took out at least one or two of the people that repeated themselves, we could space it out. And yeah. then people wouldn't be talking as much oh, yeah. while the speakers are going. Hell yeah, dude. And then we'll have a panel, and I'll make sure you're on it. Or you can just come speak. Well, I can tell you what. I'll tell you this much. I was at a WeegeeCon yeah. when the Baltimore riots kicked off. Yeah. And you had all kinds of big pair of celebrities there, all these big names. You had a bigger turnout Saturday than what the WeegeeCon did. Wow. Nice. So that nice. is something to pride yourself on. Hell yeah. No, I definitely felt really good about I felt really good about it overall. Yeah. I knew Sunday was going to be slower. And I know Saturday. there's going to be some other people contacting you yeah. about speaking next year. Awesome. Yeah, that are yeah. coming in from, like, New Orleans area. And nice. You're going to have some good folks. So Cool. That's cool. Hell yeah. Well, that's what it's all about. It's about meeting new people. Yep. You got to make the Bring buddies. Bring people together. Make the buddies. All right. Well, Rick, thank you very much, brother. Oh, thank you. Yeah. All right. Yes. All right. Well, now we're with my partner in crime on this event, Hector Lugo from 10th Dimension Paranormal. What do you think of this year, Hector? I thought it's probably the best year that we've had in the five years, and I think that a lot of it has to do because my partner here came back after going, you know, in hiatus for the last two years. Yeah. yeah. So having him back made a big difference. I thought it was good, man. I haven't had, really I good. haven't heard one complaint from anybody involved or attending. So no. yeah, it was actually incredible. We had people, good example, seven people heard it on the radio in their cars. We're going to another event, turned around and said, let's go there and came here and bought tickets and walked in. Whoa. And they heard it on, you know, on the radio. Yeah. We had a lady, Josh or Jason verify this. Heard about us on Facebook. Flew from Louisiana, bought an airplane ticket, flew out here to attend the conference. Wow! And yeah, we had, we had a, a guy yeah. from uh, all the way from Illinois come down to see David Glidden. Just yeah, just yeah. To come down. This is his very first. Those two people event. that I was talking to that went to the wrong place. 
Yeah. They came from Alaska. Oh, my they gosh. Were, they came from Alaska. They were going to St. Louis or somewhere, and they heard about it and everything. And he's a paranormal investigator in Alaska. And he came out here, and they're coming back next year. Yeah. So. Wow. You know. It's awesome. pretty impressive, man. So, what do you think about it? I loved it. I freaking loved it. I would totally agree with you, though, too. Like, probably, like, one of the best turnouts I've ever seen. Um, amazing. People were interacting, and, you know, it was just it was just a really cool experience. It was really cool. Met a lot of cool people um, and had a freaking blast. Like, the investigation last night was a blast. Yeah. So. I think that has to do with us, you know. Yeah. I agree we're on the same page. Yeah. Everything yeah. we say, you know, it's it's why our intent is to get groups together and people to come in and speak. Yeah. Money's not an issue. Right. We, I've lost money every year. And I think we're talking with Jason, it's like, we're going to probably do the same thing this year. Now, I don't think we did. Mm-hmm. I think we're really, I think yesterday was, okay, we did enough to pay off our overhead. Yeah. And hopefully today we made enough to make a little bit so that we can do what we want to do in the future. Yeah. You know, if we pay for this in advance next year, we, we learned a lot this year. Sure. We learned about the permits. You know, yeah. 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 Absolutely. But I mean, you guys incorporated, uh, like having our sponsor, Big Rip. Yeah. Uh, the brewing company come mm-hmm. in and sell beer for a few hours. That was outstanding. Yeah, and yeah. We're looking at Matt Ford. Matt Ford gave us five hundred dollars up front to pay for the food and everything. Wow! You know, so it's and then the agreement was, hey, whoever is for Matt Ford gets to come in. Just said, give us your name so you're for Matt Ford, and yep. like six people did. So that's awesome. You know. That's very cool. yeah. So if uh, anybody's out there wants to speak or come next year, contact me or Hector. Absolutely. Yeah. And to, you know, let everybody know how to how to find your stuff. Yeah, yeah. You can go to Tenth Dimension Paranormal Group, um, a website. You know, Tenth Dimension Paranormal Group dot com, or you can actually call me eight one six seven nine seven six five seven seven. My number is available for everybody and anybody. They call me all the time anyway, so give me a call, Buzz and Jason. I'll take care of you. We'll we'll get you on the book there and That's come awesome. out and enjoy the. Yeah, festivity. it doesn't have to just be about the conference. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Cool. Exactly. Well, Hector, thank you again, though, for an awesome year. Thanks for taking the time with us. It's outstanding, man. No, thank you. You're one of the old troopers in this. You, <laughs> you, and, you and Mike Diamond yeah, have been yeah, there yeah. from the get-go. And, Absolutely. Um, what I was disappointed in is that you guys didn't go party with these animals, these beasts. Oh, my God. I don't know if you I can keep up. partying with them at Big Rip. I don't know oh, if I yeah. can keep up with those guys, oh, man. Yeah. They, they, you heard what they did at Royal Stadium, didn't you? No. They went in, they went in and paid, like, Twenty dollars standing room. Oh yeah. And they yeah. went up there and they went up by the then there's a rail there where it's all the high rollers like one hundred twenty five dollar tickets. Oh. So they went over there and they grabbed the table, moved it over like four feet. <laughs> they got chairs, sat down, and the waitress started coming over and all taking their wet order. Wow. And they're like twenty dollars seats with the hot yeah. So they for the that, VIP treatment, yeah, baby. Yeah. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. Well, Hector, thank you again, yeah, man. Thank I you. It. Yeah. Hey, this is gonna be for years to come. So yeah. you know. By the time we get done with this baby, you'll probably have 12 documentaries. Yeah, maybe. And, and, maybe. <laughs> so, Here's hoping, right? Next yeah. year, it's going to be about aliens. All the aliens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to see that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it'll be fun. <laughs> All right, guys. Like I said, nice, quick little uh, little episode for you guys. Uh, and many thanks to everybody that uh, took the time out and uh, interviewed us, took the time out, came to the conference. Again, man, it was just... An amazing time 
great people. For those of you that have yet to uh, to actually experience this place uh, and what they do for the KC uh, Paranormal Conference, it's it's pretty fantastic. It's pretty amazing. Um, it's it's a pretty uh, I guess I don't know like tight knit group of people. It's just everybody's friendly with one another. It's a lot of fun, and uh, everybody just kind of gets to share theories and 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 nobody's bastardized for doing that. You know, it's kind of it's what I would consider like a safe space. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot of fun. So I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Like I said before, we will talk to you very soon on Tuesday with the news episode. Peace out.